Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... podcast episode 150 what's going on bro i'm just chilling man <clears throat> actually just had uh i remember uh dan one will rise yeah, that was um, yeah. yeah he actually had him over uh yesterday uh showing him how to make uh a form for um making a mold for uh doing casting he has oh. like he wanted to do a, a palm tree and uh you know um came on over to the studio and you know just basically showed him how it was done and uh called me up uh today to uh make sure we had the, the measurements of the mold making compounds correct and everything and uh, nice now, you know what i think it's yeah, awesome i'm curious that. to see how it works out what's that i think i think i saw something on the instagram i just there it is actually. yeah like uh you know i know i want to dance uh uh, kind of like uh, symbols is the raisin LA, the palm tree, man. So uh, I'm excited to see how this turns out, man. Dude, I love when you teach people how to do shit, man. That's what I, lo- I love about you, bro. Well, dude, I love seeing people actually do things with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just show this guy and, and I was like, look, dude, as soon as you get this done, you know, then uh, come back, we'll go further. And I've done that with, you know, some other people and <laughs> just haven't, you know, gotten the next step done. And, you know, I'm I'm done with my effort if you're not going to, you know, make your effort. And Dan has just been on top of it, you know, and, uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to work with him. So yeah, um, definitely looking forward to see what he's going to do with that. Um, dude, I, I just gotta say, you know, um, the, uh, I just see yesterday, this lady, you know, the CDC talking about how concerned she is with the, the new numbers coming out with COVID. Mm. You know, with, with uh, hospitalizations and deaths and everything, you I know, know to another, another, yeah, <laughs> another surge. I'm sure you, you know, maybe some of you know what I'm talking about with the uh, that report. Um, you know, and and there's some people that think that once we reach, reach herd immunity, that it's going to be all good. You know, and that isn't necessarily the case. Um, and you know, it's just uh, it I seems know, like man. there's I just mean, more and more different information coming out um, every day with this. You know, um, I've got my, my first vaccine shot, supposed to get the next one, um, April 16th. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm still going to wear a mask and, um, you know, you know, yeah, check out my shirt, you know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> this is what we just need to do for a while longer. You know what I mean? Uh, I got Mo, uh, Mo Howard here. Uh, yeah. The I three mean- stooges spread out knuckleheads. Yeah, I mean, speaking of t-shirts, man, I actually I got to give a shout out to TV Head because he gave me a really cool t-shirt in the mail, man. 
Nice. Uh, yes. TV head symbol says, "Don't forget your replaceable." TV head ATX, and uh, you know what? It's funny, man. Like I was totally planning to kick it with him. I think I mentioned this. This dude gave me the wrong phone number, man. I was like, "What the hell, dude?" <laughs> I was texting him. I well, was like, maybe no. he's dyslexic, partially dyslexic, like I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. but, dude, every uh, time I, every time I get, you know, do the numbers for the for the Zoom meeting for these Zoom things, I have to sit there and go like call it out audibly as I'm looking at it you know two or three numbers at a time go back and forth and do it and then still like I have to look at it again before I you know and, and compare it before I push because you know sometimes those numbers just fling around on me that's uh that's why I haven't been partially dyslexic not fully dyslexic because shit creeps up on you every now and then you know yeah, yeah man I mean I can't imagine like uh you know go, having a deal with that with you know you know going growing up man right I think like, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to just have like, uh, you know, I don't really have any like uh, learning disability or anything like that. You know what I mean? But I can't imagine like growing up as a kid. I just wish I would have known earlier in life. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Like, I thought I was stupid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Like, you, you just think you're like. The difference being being stupid and being fucked up. You know what I mean? If you're fucked up, you do the best you can <laughs> with what you've got. And, you know, that's been a lot easier to accept and, and knowing that instead of me putting in all that time and trying to, you know, do well, reading comprehension, you know, it, it was like, great. Okay. You're going to make me read this first and then you're going to ask me some questions about it afterwards. Right. And you're going to talk about the chronological sequence and everything. Yeah. That's me just trying to skip that whole paragraph and look at the first question, because as soon as I read that paragraph and read the first question, I'm going to go right back to that whole paragraph and have to look for them, you know, look for the answer anyway. You know, you know, for me, like school was always like, it was okay, you know what I mean? But I had to move around a lot during high school. And that, personally, that affected me a lot. I went to, like, three different high schools, actually, you know? Ooh. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, like, fortunately, I got to graduate my senior year with my middle school friends, man. And, uh, well, like I said, man, just, like, growing up, it's so tough these days. And I can't imagine these kids going through the, the educational through Zoom. You know what I mean? Like, it must be tough. Or, like, how are, you kids, how are your kids doing, man? They're doing better now, especially my son, now that he's getting to play um, baseball. Um, you know, he's uh, finally now they're having uh, baseball practices and they're going to have a scrimmage game on Saturday. Oh, nice. Um, finally. And, um, you know, it's just for him because, dude, all he sees is his sister, his mom, me, and our friend Dale. And that's it, you know. And, um, you know, as a 10-year-old kid, dude, I was – we had just moved out to, uh, you know, to another area when I was 10. And, and I was able to go out on my bicycle and go riding around. And, you know, this was a time where the parents were like, you know, go out and play. You, you know, know I, ha I had that too. It's like kind of like just come back, you know, free in the neighborhood. I don't know if like kids these days, it's okay. Like parents would allow them to just ride bikes around the neighborhood anymore, man. It's really a different time, you know I mean? It's just like, it's uh, like I said, it's just um, a little bizarre, man. <laughs> Oh, oh wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold okay. on a second. I'm going to try something here. Yeah. Is this coming up on the thing? No, it's not. Okay. Might not work. I'm trying to uh, call my dad. <laughs> nice, man. That'd be <laughs> I awesome. doubt he's going to answer. I looked at him on the... There he is! Dad! Big teach. Hey. I just, I just get ready to go to bed. That's okay. Turn the light on so I can see you. Got my dad here. Hi, Mr. Beal. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's see. Get him. 
It's in the dark again. This is a classic. Where are you, Dad? Oh wow! You, I, I just saw you in the chair. I thought you were gonna uh, still be out in the living room. There you go. Okay. Turn the angle, turn the camera a little bit to the side so you're not uh, looking sideways at me. There you go. Hey, I want you. Uh, I want you to meet my friend um, James. Okay. Turn the phone to the side a little bit more, Dad. <laughs> it's still well that's good that's good right there like that Hi, all Mr. right Beale. So, how you doing <laughs> can you see james right there right there is good dude. right there dad right there hi, hi mr yes. Beale. Hey, James. nice to meet you finally <laughs> <laughs> you yeah i like actually yeah a little bit well i'm gonna say let me lean back like this there for a second get the chin going <laughs> there we go <laughs> we finally We're, uh, get big teacher on the show i love that <laughs> Yeah, let's see. There you go. Get a better look at the old pops. So we're doing a podcast right now, Dad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, and uh, I just figured this was probably the first time that uh, you might actually still be awake, but uh, but you weren't. Yeah, we, don't, um, we normally do it a little bit later, record a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, today is a special case. <laughs> awesome. This is awesome. But what the, hey, Dad, was, uh, was Laura there today? What'd you guys do? <laughs> uh, we just, uh, we uh, went over to Pimo's and got uh, a, a piece of the tape back here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you guys play any pool today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys pretty much play pool every time she comes over, huh? Well, she wasn't that good when she first started visiting you, though. I mean, it seems like she's getting better and better, huh? Yeah, yeah. I bet she's going to be, like, going down to the local pool hall making doing some hustling before long. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. Good. Hey, that, that uh, place that I told you burned and dusted? Yes. Those uh, elements... Oh, wow. Yeah. They had a big fire there, huh? With, yeah. They just needed to collect some insurance money, huh? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, you know, um, did you hear that, uh, well, you know they had that big uh, uh, cargo ship in the Suez Canal, right? Yeah, yeah I saw that. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, they got that thing free now, you know? Yeah. But took them a while yeah but you know that first picture they had they only had one bulldozer out there did you see that all right well look dad we just want i wanted you to meet uh james say hi right quick nice um, to meet you mr Beal. i'll let you get back to bed uh i'll talk to you soon okay dad i love you all right bye-bye bye mr Beal. <laughs> Love that, man. Hell yeah. Is Laura your uh, your your dad's new lady friend? <laughs> lady friend. Basically, might as well be. Um, no, oh, she's a uh, she's a caretaker. Uh, she works with uh, visiting angels um, uh, there in uh, in Destin for Walton. And um, 
yeah, they're, they're really good service. And Laura in particular has been great for my dad. Now, you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't hurt that she's also really pretty, <laughs> well, but she's really man. nice. She's really nice. When I was there, um, you know, back in January, uh, I got to meet her and, you know, spend a little time getting to know her and everything. And, um, you know, now that mom is gone, uh, my dad is a hermit, dude. That's kind of where I get part of my hermit ability from. I see. Oh, dude, yeah. bring him in. You know what? That first doorbell wasn't for your bobs, actually. It was uh, uh, <laughs> for our guests, man. So I don't want to keep our guests waiting any longer. So, uh... Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Welcome, Ryan. How you doing? Can you hear us okay? I can hear you. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you right. so much for joining us today, man. We really, really appreciate you, man. Thanks, for, thanks for having me. I mean, this is, this is great. You can talk some art. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, man. Cool. Um, I'm sorry. What, uh, what is that up on the wall behind you there, if I may ask? That is a, a piece that I did. God, it goes back some years. It's a, like one of those Trump Loy pieces that I've, that I've done in the past. Um, I always worked on wood for so long. And so I just used the actual wood and then uh, painted the, um, yeah, it's just like a random piece. It says uh, in, inside of it, it has like a, a gallery tag. It has my name, um, the title of the piece, which is Throw This Away. Uh, mixed, mixed media on wood and then the and then the size and then a red dot on it but um nice yeah well we're really excited to talk to you today man because first of all you have such a uh i would say like so many different types of uh styles within with you know and they're all super i think surreal to me to, to me when i when i look at it man and i'm a big fan of uh all your works man so uh um you first know, of all where where are you from originally yeah i'm from here in l.a Nice. Uh, I'm part of LA. I'm from LA all too. your life, son of a bitch. Uh, right? I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I'm from I didn't get LA. to get out here until about 10, 20 years ago, you know, and 10, 20, until about 23 years ago. And, you know, <laughs> been loving it ever since. But what part of, uh, of California? I'm from Westlake Village originally. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So that's where I grew up. Um, and then, um, yeah, I stayed. I went to UCLA, and and so I've I've been been a LA born and bred. Oh, Bruin. Okay. Have you lived anywhere else? I did. Actually, I did a year in um, Chattanooga, Tennessee. My last year of school was in Chattanooga. Oh, beautiful oh, place. Oh, okay, man. school. Now wait a second. Wait a second. Mm. Um, what? How did you end up in Chattanooga for the last part of your schooling? What was what kind of schooling? What was going on? So I um I was playing football at UCLA, and oh uh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> So that was that was my 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 start. So yeah, I was at UCLA, and then I um, uh, I was playing quarterback, and then I won a couple big games uh, my sophomore year, and then I got injured my junior year, um, and then was only playing or at the end of the I was only playing off and on, and I I, I knew that I wanted to go to the NFL, and I, I knew I needed to play, so um, I didn't want to take the chance of you know getting you know, not getting the starting job. So I left to make sure I got some more snaps, more snaps. And so that's how I ended up in Tennessee in Chattanooga ah, okay. playing for the, uh, playing for the mocks. Here's a, what was it like living in Chattanooga yeah. dude? <laughs> just, after living in LA? A picture right here. Yeah. <laughs> for you. Okay. Chattanooga was amazing because it was, uh, 
you know, in LA, everybody's doing something or they're, you know, they're, it's very active. It's a very, very active busy. place, you know? And that's all I knew. And then going to Chattanooga, everybody was just living. You know, it was very just, it was <laughs> They're just not like, trying to climb any ladder or anything. We're not doing anything here than just enjoying life. Yeah. Living, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, man, this is awesome. Like, I, I loved it. I love the culture. I love the people. You know, the pace of the South was, was really, it was, it, was, it was awesome. You know, I've been to Chattanooga, actually. Um, it's not far away from the Jack Daniels distillery, basically, right? Um, it's not far, <laughs> yeah. It's, from, it's in Lynchburg, basically, <laughs> right. right? And I think, right. like, Chattanooga, a lot of times people go there for, like, their bachelor parties or, or, or something like that, right, for people from the South. It's kind of like a small getaway town, right, is it? It's a, it's a cool little town. It's like one of those, those little mid, mid-size Yeah, um, but, towns. I mean, everything's beautiful, too. It doesn't look like older getaway. Well, it's a, it, you know, it's a college town, so it's a party town. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. There's, okay, so there's <laughs> the art school there, basically. But, yeah, no, I had a great time there. Um, Ryan, if you don't know, I'm a DJ, too, so, you yeah. know, I tend to favor party – party town i actually went to <laughs> uc santa barbara myself so i'm a fellow uc system yeah uh you know i didn't make it into ucla but uh you know we're fellow like uh you know you, you guys are still in basketball actually basically i <laughs> we, know we i mean kicked out already <laughs> you guys give us a run for our money and partying that's for sure yeah man. that's you for guys, sure you guys got that taken <laughs> yeah. okay, man. so so anyways teach uh do you want to do check your check your feed real quick should we do that um just kind of go straight into sure, man. yeah just give people an idea um i I was wondering, um, the, the portraits that you do, um, you know, they, uh, yeah, let me, would... let me play the sound effect real quick. Hold on. Check your feed. Check oh, your yeah. feed. Check your feed. Check your feed. Check your feed. You can't, stop a, you can't stop a DJ from doing sound effects. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so yeah. I would say, I would say they're like, you know, portraits with, uh, you know, a bit of contortion, um, going on and, um, I mean, I, I've, I have several questions. First of all, um, the media that you use, I'm guessing, what is that, uh, acrylic maybe with oils or something like that? What it's kind all of oil. It's all oil. All oil. Okay. Yeah. And so just to be fair, to put these into context, um, this, the, the work that you're looking at there is all from last year, uh, all from like 2020. And I, I made a conscious effort to, to become, because uh, like you said, James, I've worked in a lot of different mediums and... I kind of, you know, with the pandemic hitting, I was like, well, what is it that I want to do? What do I want to make? Or what do I want to, you know, we, I'm going to have a couple of years here to kind of figure out and, and, and create a body of work that I can show <laughs> compatible. Right. So <laughs> what is it that I want to do? And I, I just, I've always, I've always loved um, painting and, and, and oils especially. And Wait a second. I, when did that start? It started when I finished, um, you know, I, I was very active in art in high school. And then when I was recruited to UCLA, they, uh, you know, I met with the head of the art department. I was going to be an art major. And then it ended up being all the classes were in the afternoon when practice was. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't be an art major. So and it, I wouldn't have been able to do both anyway. Um, sure. So then as soon as I finished, um, I signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. Then I was, I was, I got hurt in camp and then I came home at surgery and during that time, I'm left-handed. I had my left arm in a sling, and I draw right-handed. So Whoa, I started. That was the what? first time I started painting. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. That blows my mind a little bit. <laughs> I know. I do something left, something's right. It's really. Draw crazy. with your left hand, mm -hmm. but you draw with your right. That's it. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Can you throw with your right hand at all? Not. Not worth it. Not near no. as good as. <laughs> no. Okay. 
Wow, that's that's crazy. Okay, so you yeah. had plenty of time to to sit and, and draw, basically. Yeah, so that's when I started, you know, painting for the first time. I'd only done charcoal um, and pencil up to that point, and right. um, and I just loved it. And I and I never stopped making art since then. You know, I always I had a studio at that time in my parents' garage, and I and I would I was living in Santa Monica, and I would drive there for the weekends, and I would paint all weekend and paint at home, and and, and it was just I just never stopped. And then it started, the work started to evolve, you know, it's like I, I was conscious of, you know, what was, what existed in the art world or what existed in art. Um, and I knew I wanted just to kind of do something different. And so that's where I got into the blowtorch work where I used the blowtorch on the wood and, and started creating work that way um, for a long time. And then I got tired, not tired of it, but I just missed color. So then I brought the painting and that's kind of where this piece behind me started, where I wanted to, to explore paint, painting a little more. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, fast forward now, here we are 2020. And I, and I was like, I just want to get better at it. I'd never taken a lesson. I'm completely self-taught, you know? And so what? I was like, well, how, so I'm now. Bring up the, uh, teach, this is the uh, mm -hmm. torch on wood real quick, just to let you know the details. Well, okay, wait, what size is that? How big is that piece? That's a uh, 60 by. 96. Uh, yeah, by 60. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's pretty big. Okay. Cause big my piece, God, yeah. if that's like a nine by 12 and you're doing that with a blowtorch, it must, <laughs> you, you should, could have been a, uh, like a um, surgeon or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, wow. You can, only get so, awesome. you can only get so small with the, with the torch. Right. Right. Um, you know, so oh, it's, dude, these are amazing. Thanks man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I just wanted to show the audience. People, whoever is listening, you got to just get on over to YouTube and watch this video because you know, these, these yeah, it's a lot easier works. for you to just amazing work with the, with the blowtorch. What else? I mean, would you use like a wood burning thing along with the blowtorch or? No, I, I, when I first I, I did, and then I made a conscious decision to just use the flame. And so I was just manipulating the flame to like cutting the flame in half basically to get, oh my um, God. you know, straight, like, thinner lines and it's tough it's oh, like a wow. tattoo you know there's no mistakes you can't um, yeah that's the yeah. thing that's why i'm just freaking out over this and why i'm trying to tell people you need to you need to check out this video because or and go check out his work because um knowing that now dude mm. holy shit that's a whole nother level of respect for the flame control you know mm -hmm. and, and spray painting and graffiti and everything it's all about the can control but yeah. uh I'm you've got some serious right here um uh, fire control man yeah, so out. you can see it's how it's how it's done. And yeah, there's different torches that I use. I've got you know that um, uh, that's a bu uh, butane torch, and I've got a map gas torch I use for bigger um, shading and shadows and stuff. Have you done airbrush before? I have, yeah. So then how's, I got an I got an how similar is it? How similar is it to airbrush? This uh, um, uh it's got like a similar. It. It's got a similar. Yeah, no, no, sure. no, no. Because if you fuck up, dude, with with an airbrush, you yeah. can you can spray back over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> this he's like it's like he's saying it's like a tattoo. You know, if you, yeah. if you fuck up, you can't get a hot okay. You have a good poker face. Like, oh no, that's fine. It looks great. And you, you can't tape anything off either, because then it just Ooh. burns. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Damn. Man, so you, these are yeah, these are yeah. amazing. But go ahead. So from the wood torches, you miss color, man. And yes, yeah, so I miss color. Then I got. Then I started started painting again, and then that kind of evolved in, into some different pieces in different series. Um, I got really into like text and font and and, and yes. text words. Um, here, I saw I saw this one right here. Use your words. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this the series, man? Yeah. 
so the this one was it was just coming approaching the work just from a, a text beginning really and um, exploring all different avenues um, within that and you know a lot of it was like found material some of it was you know original paintings some of it was you know painting on existing paintings uh i did a stained glass piece yeah 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 we saw that. um amazing yeah you know that, awesome. that's a uh a what gallery was this in. was that in that was at axiom contemporary in santa monica oh nice yeah so that was that show and then um yeah so then i, I yeah, that gets us to where kind of like 2020. It, well, well, actually, you said you got um, the painting, and I saw this series that you did. It's like Death to Coons, Death to Banksy, and, uh, uh, you know, talk <laughs> a little bit about this, because it, this kind of leads up to your street art um, portion of it, basically, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. So the, the, yeah, the Death to show, that started with that Death to Banksy piece. Um, it's a big, like, four by eight foot piece and this idea of like you know, <laughs> i remember like, that one yeah yeah so that was like um yeah so that was me missing color and getting back and just really wanting to to say something i guess you know i mean this is an old this is this goes back some some years um but um and then the idea to have this show of kind of killing off the artists that have you know either inspired me or or that i've kind of followed um and it was just funny how like the images would just come kind of very quick and and, and like the death like the shepherd fairy you know sculpture yeah yeah uh, okay, that, so, that is impressive okay so this is basically uh, i mean how long, we'll how long did it take to make that piece it was that was quite a journey you know because that's that goes from like the 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 idea of it and then i was like okay how do i how like how is this going to work is it going to be a painting should i do a sculpture and then once i had this idea of like making it as a sculpture and then having it hang outside i'm like i have to do that like i have to figure this out oh you know? it was amazing man was it this just kind of like a so it wasn't like a all eureka moment i was going to do it you came up with the idea and you thought you're like what kind of medium am i going to put this on and it kind of from conception until you actually started working on it about how long is that um pretty quick like i i kind of got moving on it pretty quick you know i needed i needed to kind of um you know i had no experience in this kind of in this kind of work so I, I needed to find somebody that knew what they were doing so that took some time um and then working closely with them to to get it to to a point where it gets uh where the mold is made and then once you make the mold then you can kind of pop out as many as you want and i made a decision to do five and an artist proof um and you did five of these big pieces yeah i did five i've made five of those holy cow yeah and i didn't i didn't have to make them all at once it was great the the foundry or i don't know if it's a foundry but it's a um they Good make question. these big you the know they make like cause pieces they make right uh, right california right. art products i think i used I think a foundry um, would be a correct uh, terminology yeah um and yeah, so they, they kept the mold and they're like, okay, when you want another one, just let us know and we'll, we'll pop one out for you. And I was like, great. So as I was- Is it fiberglass? Them, it's fiberglass, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so they could live outside and, or, or indoors. And then as Perfect. I was- you know, So I didn't have to store, you know, I didn't have the storage for, for, for these. So, but now they're Big. all done. They, they have sold them all. Um, nice. Yeah, there's one left that I have, but- um, 
that's, I think you should hold uh, on to that, man. I mean, yeah, I think so. That's that one. I'm like, <laughs> it's just honest. in a nice big crate in the garage, and it's like, yeah, you can just hang out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it must look a little bit scary when you open it up and then you're laying it on the floor. I mean, it kind of looks like it kind of looks like a dead body. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, man. You do I mean, an IG live story, people are gonna start reporting you, man. They're like, dude, it's got, it's so, got yeah. a dead body. I got <laughs> a, a collector buddy of mine. Um, he has one and he has it right when you walk into his house it's the first thing you see he's like you open the door and there's that he's yeah. like yeah, it really turns a lot of people off <laughs> he loves it he like makes them laugh you, you know what man in this world basically uh ellie Schreier gallery's panther town podcast but when we saw that piece we're just like man this guy really understands the history of street art kind of like all these angles and what makes good piece of street art you know what i mean <laughs> and so so now that you told us a little bit about you had this death two series man i mean like what made you want to like uh, you know, kill off your, your uh, inspirations, man. I mean, like, uh, you, you know, I mean, I have those feelings too sometimes, man, but I'm, I'm just curious, like, what, what about you? Sometimes I can be yeah. seen as, as honoring them though, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's curious. Definitely, yeah. yeah, it's like, I want to be where they are, you know? So it's like, what's, what's take them uh, out of the race. Let's take just take them out, you know? Let's, <laughs> so, but it's a, it, you know, when, when Shepard saw the piece, he, he understood the series and he really appreciated it. And he ended, I made a print series of them. Um, and he signed Ooh, nice. one and, and uh, Ooh, sweet. So that's, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice to have, you know, that he, he got it, you know? Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Nothing's worse than having some fascist bastard that just like, you know, how dare you do this or whatever. He's like, sure. come on, dude, I'm yeah. trying to honor you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> good. I'm glad. You know, it makes you know, me I happy. Just, it's just super cool, man. Because like I said, it was like, it's, it's adding to the sticker culture, but it's huge. You know what I mean? It's like, just like uh you know smothering him man and to me it, i was just like man dude this is like brilliant piece man and i kind of saw your next piece which is i mean a little bit more traditional more wait, like wait, wait. where was where on the street there was a piece that was out on the street yeah so i i um i sold it to uh, a collector that had an office downtown mm. and um he was opening a restaurant and he wanted it up above so we hung it outside Awesome. Is yeah. that facing the street or is that like in a courtyard or what it was is it? facing the street? It's yeah, there it is. Right. Yeah. If you, if you go to downtown uh, arts district, you know, and walk that's brave, around, man, that's brave. I mean, it's it cool because it's like, that is the area for the, you know, street art, man. One of the, one of the, like, you know, aside from Melrose, man, there's you can just, almost see a part of a throwy under it there. I think, right. Uh, let me like see. Yeah, bubble letter from a no, throwy. Is I, that... I think that's a wire, but you know, right. Yeah. see what I'm talking about, right? Wire right there. Yeah. But are you sure? Yeah. That's a wire. It's, it's there's a headlamp right here, <laughs> but I'm sure there's some throwies underneath it. Actually, that's why they had to put it up high enough, right? You, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we got it up high. But update on that: we uh, we just moved it, just took it down oh. and put it indoors. So that's it had smart. a good run. It had a good that's run outdoors. Smart. Well, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, was that the, was the the sun hitting it like, uh, or was it on the uh, north yeah, side? It had, so it, was... it had some it had some direct sun, and it we just took it okay. down last week, and it held up amazing. It looks like it looks this, exactly the same. Well, dude, awesome, it's on fiberglass. Man. That shit's gonna be like you can just keep repainting it or whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, and I had a good coating. It's yeah, it really held up well. I, I think I think nice. since you have the mold though, each each one additional one that you can sell, you can up the price for every single one now, right? You, you know, I mean, because do they still have the mold? Can you still make more of them? No, no, they did. They kill the mold. They destroyed. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I once thinking. I made the last one, once I made the sixth one. Well, um, there you go. There's only five of them in the world, man. Shit, yeah. dude, it makes Six. it more valuable. Six, five so. in an artist proof. Yeah, so I yeah. got the, I got the one of them off. <laughs> Awesome. So man. when they destroy the the mold for it, um, basically they're just cutting that thing up, right? 
I think it was a silicone mold, I believe. Really? I think so. Oh, my God. I think so. I can't remember what they ended up going with. It's been a minute. But, yeah. Awesome, man. So tell us a little bit about, um, you know, I saw this other mural that you painted, basically, outside, too. Um, and, I, you know, I, I want to know what was the inspiration behind this piece. It's like a wooden figure, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so nice. I, hadn't, I hadn't done a lot of work outdoors, and I was pretty nervous, you know, going into this because I hadn't, you know, done this kind of scale um, and just kind of went for it. But the, the idea for the piece is if, I don't know if there's a closer shot of it, but there's a... Um, there's a, uh, uh, a like a musical note. What is it called? A cleft? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so, see it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, right a, buddy, a buddy of mine that I grew up with, um, Jason Gaviotti, was this, uh, uh, was a epic like piano player. And he was in this band called Birds of New York. And he, he passed away right before this piece. And he had that tattoo on his, for, on his forearm. And it was kind of like an homage to him, like just like as a little um, a nod to him, but also sure. this idea of, I put it over, over the heart because this idea of like, don't die with your music still inside of you. You know, he didn't, he, he really got it out there and played in front of huge crowds and, and had a great, you know, really it out there. But this idea of like, don't die with your music. So if like, you really want to do something and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. And, um, like don't it's kind of that so it's like yeah. this this don't sad, be the don't be the puppet be the puppet yeah. master don't, don't have any like oh what i could have done this but you, you know i mean i didn't do that at the end of your life or something like that right i love that man people need to That's hear a that great piece dude i gotta say one thing though mm. i gotta give you a hard time about that lift <laughs> yeah that lift it's like a massive lift oh it's huge <laughs> yeah it was like you could take that thing up like i don't know 100 no, not 100. What, like 60 feet or maybe? Oh, it's a, it's, yeah, you could do like a massive, massive wall. But that's what they, they supplied me. I was, it was through. Oh, uh, shit. Okay, so that was supplied. Yeah, this, this, nice. whole wall, this whole wall was done. There was four other artists. I think uh, Mir One did one. Um, oh, wow. Nice. Nice. So Shout out to Mir One, man. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a few other ones. And it was done through Hopscotch LA. It was that, um, that like interactive opera that you got inside cars and limousines and you drove around the city. So it was, it was through that. And nice. so they're like, I never heard of that. I'll have to check it out. Hopscotch yeah, LA, huh? Hopscotch LA. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to check it out, man. So Hopscotch they, <laughs> opera, the industry original opera go. that took audiences on a dazzling disorienting ride in the streets of Los Angeles. Okay. We'll check that out, man. Hell yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Dude, so, okay, you're talking about your friend that kind of passed away that you uh, did this piece for. Um, he was in a band, right? What kind of music inspires you, Ryan? Man, I listen to everything. I, as of late, I've been like, I can't get enough of Leonard Cohen right now. That's where I'm at. I just, I can't get Leonard enough. Leonard Cohen? Wow, I'll put old that school, on, huh? I'll put that like on Spotify and it'll just play through his entire catalog when I'm in the studio. And, I'm, and I'll go through, I'll do like days. You know, that's what I've been in as of as of late but i listen to everything i mean i only know him because i cut a stencil of him one time a friend of mine you know just absolutely loved him mm. and uh so that's that's how i became knowledgeable of him the dude is just you know velvet voice and uh yeah just yeah just his uh, his songwriting is so unique and and mm. um it's so you know i just yeah i don't know i love that kind of stuff i love tom waits i love you know oh yeah stuff that's a little yeah just 
a little more. What about growing up? Like when you're in high school, what kind of stuff were you listening to? God, I loved um, like Metallica. I loved Metallica. I loved um, a, I lot like of punk, a lot of punk music. Okay, nice, nice, um, nice. Gutter Mouth and No Effects and... You know, we listen to a lot of that. Um, so you, you grew up in SoCal too, right? I mean, yeah. SoCal such, how, how much has it changed for you? I mean, just like, you know, now 2020 now. <laughs> I mean, Westlake, Westlake Village, man. I mean, I mean, Westlake Village has grown up. I mean, that's, it's, it's almost like a scene now. <laughs> you go, there's like bars and stuff on the lake that are just these, you know, even during the pandemic, I remember I went out with, a, with some friends um, out on the boat, went on his boat and we see like, just this like sea of people inside these these bars and it's like wow this is like a this is a scene out here now when i grew up there you know i'd go fishing every day i'd either get up before school or um in the when the when the sun was out late i would go after after baseball practice and go out there for a couple hours and, and do some fishing um it was an idyllic you know way to grow up for sure it's awesome man i mean okay so how what about the pandemic man how has this been for you i mean um you know it's been i mean different for everybody right so yeah i mean for me other than not seeing a lot of you know my friends and and, and family as much as i'd like to it's been <clears throat> nice just to be able to be in the studio and work and so that that kind of catches us up back to the the latest pieces that i've sh that i've oh, shown yeah, yeah 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 is you know uh, this idea of like okay what is it that i want to make and and i wanted to I just wanted to become a better painter and, and learn some different techniques. So I found painters that I, that I gravitated towards that. I was like, why is it that I like these works? What is it I like? And, and I found the, the grisaille method, the, the method of, you know, you paint it black and white and then you layer, 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 layer. And the, the way, yeah. Yes. And the way the light interacts with the piece, it kind of, you know, it, it has to pass through these layers and it just kind of glows. It has like a, like a, an energy to them. And that's, I mean, I think there's only a one or two that are posted on my feed that are with that technique. And the ones that are in my studio, I'm like, I'm so excited to share. I've, I've just been working nonstop. And nice. um, I think, you know, the plan is to kind of start being a little more conscious on Instagram. And, and now that I have a kind of a good flow that's happening, um, I want to start, you know, slowly start to share them and, 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 you know, get some awareness around the new work. So fortunately you guys don't have any to see, but as in the coming months, Dude, be, hey, we're going to be having people check it out and uh, yeah, we'll be it's coming is going to be uh, pretty damn cool. What's what, uh, what medium shows? are these going to be in? They're in oil. Okay. And yeah. once you come on the show, man, we always promote everybody's work that's uh, that's been on the show, man. So whenever you have new stuff, man, we'll be happy to promote it. But oh, I actually, I, I want to learn a little bit more about this grisaille technique. I mean, like, it's super cool, man, because if you look at it, you're right, it does have... I actually learned this technique back in uh, in art school. Um, Patrick Fiore uh, was uh, my was one of my teachers, and he showed us the, uh, the technique by... Uh, actually, he had his paint first in uh, burnt umber. And... Okay. Um, in acrylic and okay. then uh you know we'd use a projector project up whatever image trace it down and then you know do the acrylic uh underpainting basically mm -hmm. and um then we'd go back with layers of oil and yeah. i just thought it was amazing because um you know i'd used oil before and if you mess up you try to wipe you might destroy a couple of layers whereas with this you know you have an acrylic underpainting and you're going over it just makes it a little bit faster because if you know if you mess up with the oil you wipe it and that acrylic under it isn't gonna isn't gonna go anywhere 
Yeah. Um, but it is, it's a, it's a bit time consuming, but at the same time you can get, um, the effect of a lot more work being done with not as much, um, time in it. Yeah. And I'm still in like trial and error right now. And I'm still, every piece is like an experiment. Oh, dude, it like, blows my mind this, that, uh, try this. Any, any kind of art classes at all? No. <laughs> See, I went to an art school, dude. Okay. I've got a bachelor's <laughs> degree of fine arts. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> just, it, I, I try to tell people, um, and this is actually, you're actually a great example for me that, you know, um, especially in this day and age when uh, the traditional art has taken a hit because of all the, the ability to take a picture and scan it in and print it out in a, you know, famous artist style or something like that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so it's, it's, it's great to be able to, to show people that you don't need to go to art school and, and pay all this money and go through the curriculum like I did. Mm -hmm. um, all the stuff that I know now, other than, you know, some of the, the history and, and some of the techniques, uh, like the one you're talking about, I did learn at art school, but you know, like as far as the graffiti and everything is, you know, I've learned myself or from another artist, you know, just watching another artist. Mm -hmm. And and that's it, you know. And, and also in this day and age, after the COVID and everything, this is kind of a level playing field with the with the art galleries, you know. Especially with if you're doing work on the street, or you know, even now just on Instagram or whatever, you right. know, you you start getting um, you know like some bit of consistency or or you know quality to your work. Um, you start develop, developing that following, you know. You just skip that whole art school scene. So yeah, good on you, man. Yeah. So you know you can't the art world will come when it comes, if it ever comes, you know? So it's, uh, I think it's foolish to not use Instagram and social media as much as you can. And I've been really awful about it. And I've made a, an effort or made a conscious decision to be like, you know what, this is something that I, as much as I don't want to do it, I have to, because yeah. oh, absolutely, you know, dude. I could I, be waiting forever for the big, big galleries to come along and be like, Oh, wow, you, you do some cool stuff. It's like, I, just keep I doing to. it, man. You got to start it and just keep going and, and, yeah. and develop your own thing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and you have a few different cool styles <laughs> I want to kind of bring up to the audience, man. Like, sure. I really think this cool uh, Willie Nelson, is this Willie Nelson portrait? No. Or, or it's, it's, it's titled, he, listened, oh, he only listened to country music. And it's kind of like- Outlaw a, Country. Oh, out, sorry. He only listened to <laughs> Outlaw Country. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. But, you know, it's this cool, like, kind of like blurred effect on it, man. Tell, can you tell us a little bit it reminds about- Reminds me a little of, of Gerhard Rector. Yeah, so these are photographs. So these are done- um, uh, With filters. You know, I don't, I've ne I don't tell anybody how I do this. It's the okay. only body of work that I don't, ah, that I, yeah, that yeah, I don't no, disclose. Good. I don't blame you. You got to keep some <laughs> secrets, you know? Yeah, awesome, this is the only man. one. Yeah. But, but what it's you see is, is what I see in camera. Um, and so it's a body of work that I, that I did after the, um, the uh, font show, mm. the, the word show. Um, I started exploring this again. Actually, I did a show of these called um, Random Acts of Fire the first round of them and they were really a very successful show. They sold, sold a bunch of them. And then I only shot them on a, on a, a cropped frame. And so when I revisited it, I, sh I got a large format camera. And so now you can blow them up, you know, I think the largest size uh, is like 60 by 72. I think nice. they're, they're pretty massive. Um, but I haven't uh, shown these in a gallery yet. So I've just kind of, you know, and they're you know, amazing. Put a few here on Instagram and then West Hollywood commissioned me to do a couple walls 
that I that I was able to install them on. So Sweet. they got some great traction there. Um, but when COVID, I, I was meeting with some galleries and then COVID hit. Ugh. And so it kind of put put the kibosh on on any shows for that body of work, but it's a it's a body of work that I'm really excited about, and um, I just it's kind of they're all sitting, all the files are done, they're ready to go. And they're, um, they're great decorative yeah. pieces, man. I mean, you you know, just just for the house, man. I mean, you know, they look absolutely like stunning with this amazing furniture too, man. Well, the good thing about it is, you know, there's. Uh, you know, certain cultures that uh, actually, I think James, you told me about this. How the Chinese people don't like having portraits in their in their houses, but this is actually awesome because they're not really portraits. You know what I mean? They're they're blurred enough to where they, they become abstract. Yeah. And um, you know, just that makes it, I think, more universally uh, appealing. You know. Yeah. the The idea was to uh, was to don't be so specific with the person and just mm, kind of capture their energy. So how do you find a way to, um, uh, to do like that? that? And, and, you know, I think portraits are, are some of the toughest for reasons like that. I think it's difficult yes. to sell portraits. And so yes, this, this is kind of a way of around it. Like, how do you still do a portrait, but it not be so specific? It's like, cause once you see what it is, that's, that's what it is. But these, you know, having lived with them, I got a few in here. Um, they just continue to evolve, and you, you see different I things. Can definitely, and, definitely see that. Absolutely, depending on the mood you're in, or what time of day you're looking at it, or whatever, you can see different things into it, man. Yeah, different angles and things like nice. that. Yeah, man. That, mm -hmm. dude, I love that explanation, man. Thank you so much for kind of going. And dude, there's some more too. Here's, I just want to share these with the. Sure. They're, so, they're so they're blurred but they're so distinct you know what i mean <laughs> that, that's kind of like my my comments on them man. it's just it's style man and did this style lead up to the portraits that we're talking about earlier um i i don't know i want to i want to say it's like very like dolly-esque you, you know what i mean um is is that any inspiration behind the, these portraits i mean uh, uh you, you know like the faces are so like um this is kind of like a progression from the photograph series that these came out yeah i just i've always loved portraiture i've always loved draw, drawing people and painting people and so i'm like how can i do this um you know because i wanted to continue to to, to shoot uh more of that series but with COVID, i didn't want people in the studio and, and so i was like oh, okay true. i just need to do something that i can do on my own mm. and so this is me just kind of exploring you know, portraiture in different ways so I can kind of, you know, distort them or, or create different. Uh, awesome, man. Awesome. Just, I mean, these are, you know, these one, these ones you're scrolling through now are all like experiments and, and, and finding it. So the, the last two are the only ones that have the Grisaille method. And you can see with that last one, like, it kind of translates. Ah, the glowing, yes. It kind of like, man, they, in, in person, they really pop and come to life. And so, nice uh, are you gonna have a show of these so ones? i mean uh, in, in the works or uh you know because i would love to see these in person man i mean you know these, yeah these... i mean i'm excited to show you guys like in the next next couple months there's gonna be a, i did i've done about eight pieces in the last three months and it, you know, like you said teach it takes forever for these things to dry and yeah it um, does, man. so i've got like multiple going and they're kind how, of how, what, you know, what size format are they how big are they? they're all 24 by 30. smart i kind of just good. stuck that size um, well, it's very impressive. For those yeah. of you who are listening also, you know, if you're going to do a, a show, one of the things that's very impressive is if all the pieces are the same height. They don't have, necessarily have to be the same width or whatever, but if mm. you have everything the same height, 
and you line that up on a wall, ooh, man, that looks so nice and professional, okay? So back to you, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, yeah, just dialed it in. I just love that, that ratio. It just yeah. really, really works for me. Um, it's not too big, you know what I mean? You're not asking for too much of that person's wall, you know, but at the same time, it's not too small. I like that. Right. Because I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake in the past of making some really big work. That yeah. If it doesn't sell, then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do with this artwork in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us, uh, right? Obviously, you know, street art, you know, Banksy, Shepard Fairey, you talked about a lot of some of these inspirations, man. I mean, um, you, you know, it, it, like, how does, you know, street art and graffiti inspire your work, man? I mean, like, when did you, were you become aware of it and stuff like that? I became aware of it, I think. Um, you know, graffiti was always a thing. Like I remember I had like this tag that I would always draw in, in oh. high school. Oh. And uh, it was very- Unexpected. <laughs> Vandal as a young kid? Very limited and it never left my paper. Um, but I remember I was aware of it and I knew it existed and, and um, it was just, it was, yeah, it was interesting. And then I think when- Was it Bart Simpson right here? <laughs> I, just, I just pulled up a little uh, graffiti tag that Ryan drew the studio wall of Bart Simpson, man. I love it. But no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just saying, it's a little unexpected, man. So graffiti did inspire Wait, what was you. Your, what was your yeah. thing that you wrote or Mark? What was your, uh, what was your tag? Oh, I can't tell you that. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll let him keep it secret. It was so limited. It was There's a memory of me like having uh, these three letters, and yeah, it was. It's just interesting. Like in in block what letters. What things did you tag? What things did block, you write on? Block letters and and bubbling and and. What do you mean? What did I what? What did you write on? Like oh, uh, it was just like in my school books, you know, like whatever okay. I was, whatever books that I was, I had. I was no walls or do you spray? <laughs> no, I never, I never, never, I never got into that. He was know? too busy Listen playing to football. Like, no, 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 none of that, none of that, none yeah. of that. No, 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 it's all no, good. I, I love it because Ryan's like a real He's Renaissance man. I'm not a cop. <laughs> but, <anyway. laughs> but I've been arrested before for doing it, so it's okay. You're not gonna. <laughs> but, Go ahead, Ryan. Just never, I just, I just never, I just never did. I just, uh, yeah. So then, I, I think I became aware of it with with Shepard's work. I think with with the Obey sticker, and I think that was like that kind of caught my attention. It's like, what is this? What the fuck is this? This is so like uh, obscure. I just love the how obscure it was, and it was so specific, and it was fucking everywhere. It's like anywhere you went, it was like when you first it. saw it. Did you realize? Did you recognize that that's Andre the Giant, the wrestler? Yeah, I think the, you know, the posse one, definitely. Right. Um, right. And that inspired an idea to do guerrilla marketing. Um, I had an idea, a buddy of mine was starting a clothing line and he's like, hey man, do the artwork for it. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to, we'll bomb, you know, it was down in Orange County. So we'll just put these all up. And it ended up never happening. But I remember that idea was there to like, we paste and to get an image, get a specific image and, and get it out in the world and just get it everywhere. And people will take notice like that. I remember that very specifically. Um, but for my own art, I never, um, I think graffiti and, and kind of filtered into my early work. Um, the idea of it uh, was in some early pieces, um, but um, I never, never went to the street until I started making, doing pieces outside of my, I had a studio in Washington. Um, 
and I would there was a big brick wall outside, and I was I was putting pieces out there, nice, like nice. trompe l'oeil pieces. I was doing you know just different, and it's really rewarding. Like that that one piece um, that's downtown LA, the orange one, the the uh, don't let the music die inside of you, right, one, right. That like the satisfaction that you get it's such a high when you make a piece and you're proud of it and you look at it and it's on this wall and everybody sees it it's so rewarding and i'm like god i was like so fired up after that i'm like i want to do a bigger wall i want to go do a bigger wall but i was just find myself like just back in the studio and and get, making pieces that aren't aren't going to get painted over i guess <laughs> you know what well, you know it also comes down to your means you know as, as an artist um you know uh if some people, that's just all they want to do. You know what I mean? They just want to put pieces out. They either want to yeah. decorate or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I encourage people to, to try each different way of using your art, you know, and, and figure out which way you like the most. Because you may think that you want to be a commercial artist, you know, doing book illustrations and, and magazine articles like I thought I was going to want to do. Mm -hmm. And then once you start doing it, it's a pain in the ass. You got to be good at bugging people and reminding them that you're around and everything. Yeah. You know, and so maybe you try another different, uh, you know, way of using your artwork until you figure it out. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, man, there's nothing better than putting something out on the street because there are times where I had, you know, pieces kind of stacking up in my, in, you know, in my studio. And, you know, sometimes there's nothing more depressing than looking around at all this work and being like, God, you know, this is just stacking up and nobody's seeing it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, what am I going to do with all this? Yeah. But when you're putting something out on the street, and, you know, and especially now with, you know, with Instagram, you're able to post it up and everything. And a lot of hey. times people just have more respect for something when you've done it on a wall, it's out on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've, I've had paintings that I've taken that I was either not that happy with or they were political and I would just take them and go screw them into a, into a wall or do a fence. Oh, and they awesome. exist. I don't post it. I just... <laughs> I just put it out there and I drive, it's like either on my route where I can drive by and just see it. See if it's still there. And then, yeah. And it's up, it'll be like, one was up for like almost a year. And then one day it was just, it was just gone. One piece was gone. Like the next day I was like, all right, well, they must've liked that one. It was probably my, <laughs> probably one that was a little too good to, to, po to, to put out there. But I'll just want to clear some space. I'll just like donate it to the world and get it out there. Yeah, I love that, man. You know what? You're talking about graffiti being some of your early influences. I can totally see in this Slay piece, mm. just like a little bit of graffiti kind of like influence from there, man. So, uh, you know, this is acrylic on and Masonite on wood panel, basically 48 by yeah. 72. But like I said, I'm just saying it's so cool to me that when I looked at your work initially, man, I totally thought you were just like more of a kind of a fine artist. But I, I kind of found out a little bit more about your street art. And then I was like, wow, man, it's so awesome to hear that, like, fine artists are actually inspired by street art and you know you know because it kind of mm. gets separated different worlds sometimes you know i would say he's multi-dimensional definitely you know definitely I, mean? I would totally say that. and he's a football player too man jesus christ yeah, it kind of blows my mind <laughs> you know what i mean like we're talking about a renaissance man man shit dude <laughs> but hell yeah, yeah man you know it's been a, i mean it's pretty much an hour that we we've had started the show man uh, you know i mean so dude is where can uh people find you man uh yeah ryan mccann art uh, that's that's the handle on on Instagram, and uh, I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say it here in a public platform. That I'm gonna be consistent. I'm gonna be <laughs> posting every week, and there's gonna be a, a plan and a format. And now that I've said it, I have to do it. Hell yeah! Uh, well, I got a question. I got a question for you. Do you have uh, Do you have kids or anything? I don't. No, I'm married. Um, 
uh, speaking of your, Ryan being speaking earlier of art school, my wife went to RISD. So she'll, wow. she'll kind of tell me about, uh, you know, she's like, God, she's like, you would have loved it. She's like, you would you just go make, you know, you just, and, and just making art of it, especially at that, in that age, at that age, you know. Oh college. yeah. Okay. Maybe so. Um, yeah. You know, but, um, but yeah, so she kind of rubs it in. <laughs> That's awesome, man. No, my point was, my point was, I've got twin 10 year olds. Okay? Oh, wow. Nice. A wife that's trying to make a movie and everything. And I wish I was better at being more consistent on posting stuff up and everything. Okay. But I got good excuses. Okay. I got twin 10 year olds, yeah. which means you should have a little bit more time on your hands than I do. All right. Mm -hmm. And now that you've already mentioned you're going to be posting more and everything, got to do it, man. Oh, yeah. You like me, Ryan. You made the good choice of not having kids, man. So. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, we'll get, we'll... I just, yeah, it's one of the arguments we always have in the show, you know, whether to have kids or not, but, um, dude, Ryan, thank you so much, man. We love your work, dude. And uh, please keep us updated on all your stuff, man. Um, in the future. So that we can update everyone else. Man. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Man. Thank you. I appreciate that guys. Uh, and, and, and now that, you know, know the art world's, um, it's, it's a challenge. So any, yes, absolutely. Is any a help challenge. you can get, it's, uh, it's, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, man. And now that we know you're local, man, we could definitely want you to come out to some events if we have anything, man. For and, sure. Uh, COVID's over. Everybody's going to be aching to come out, man. So uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today, man. Is there anything else you want to, uh, you know, tell the audience, man? That's it. Awesome, That's it. Man. Just keep, it's all, let's all just keep making work. Hell yeah, man. So ridethecantart.com, yes. man. And, and teach, I'll give you, I want to give you uh, uh, some props because I'm in West Hollywood and just down the street, I'm always driving by your, and I didn't know who it was. I saw... The t and then once I started following you guys and seeing the um, listening to the podcast, oh, I'm dude, like, thank you for your support, man. <laughs> Teach is up right there on the corner all the time. The Crescent oh, Heights yeah. and uh, Sunset. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's one of my boxes that have, uh, yeah that I usually put some new pieces on. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm up to date, man. I drive them by that all the time. Good work. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan, man. This has right, been guys. awesome fucking kicking it with you, man. Thank you so much, man. And, Likewise. Uh, yeah, that went office. by fast, man. Yeah, that went by fast, man. <laughs> we'll have to hang out in person. We will. We'll have them on again, especially when, you're, when your new show's coming on, whenever you're yeah, ready yeah, to that, work on. Good idea. Have you on again, man. For sure. Yeah. I love that. All right, All right cool. Okay. Uh, to the audience, love you guys. Take care. Follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, love you guys. Take care. And peace. Peace. Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash PTTP show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.